it was fight week in uh, Vegas, and I painted for Reebok, and all of the fighters were on stage wearing my shirts, and I was the ring girl, you know, for weigh-ins, and they're all wearing my hat, and they're all wearing my shirts, and I'm standing there as a ring girl, like, how can this be that I'm the artist that painted for the biggest fight night, or not fight night, the biggest pay-per-view event of the year, and uh, I think that that, for me, selfishly, was most memorable. Unleashed with the Dingo and Danny, fueled by Monster Energy. So we have a special guest today, Danny. Very special guest. Super special. Model, professional painter, and UFC ring girl. Well, I believe artist. Artist. Painter or artist? What is it? Well, what's interesting is if you say artist, that can encompass a musician. It can. There's so many different ways you can say Correct. you know what you do as an art form, and and you so. Thank painter you. I, I appreciate that. A, nobody's ever told, nobody's ever made it look like that, but Well, yeah. <laughs> it's an art. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Let's tell mom. No, nah, mom's proud of me. Um what's going on? You know, just uh out here in sunny California. Speaking of we were just talking about, which it's what we were talking about, you just moved. So you probably moved. had to like go through a bunch of stuff and throw stuff out. Exactly. And, still baking in my memory you moved back to vegas moved back yeah you know i i was in la for about 11 years i did everything i thought <clears throat> that i wanted and came out to do and i left on my own volition which is good you know some people get kicked out of la i chose to leave some people really do get kicked out <laughs> they're of like LA, i can't you know? hack it here like i could hack it but it just kind of became that point, you know, California just became a little like dodgy or not California, LA specifically. Very dodgy. Very dodgy. For people that honestly, like and a lot of people don't understand it, but like I've kind of lived all over. I've lived like in the hills. I've lived in condos. I've lived out by the water and now I'm in a high rise, um, you know, because I travel a lot. I, I, I wish I never moved out of Malibu, but whatever, you know, like, you can always go back. I wish you never moved out of Hollywood. <laughs> Because <laughs> that was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. When we were younger, we had a pretty rage and we had a pretty good setup. Um, you know, but the crime thing is a real thing. Yeah. You know, it's like it's it's like what's happening in Los Angeles and Los Angeles County is super gnarly. And I was just at a friend's house in Encino the other day. And he's like, yeah, man, like he's he's his wife's pregnant. And uh, there was a shooting across the road like two days ago. And he's like, man, it was like pretty, you know, pretty full on. And it's like doesn't matter where you are now at the Hollywood Hills, Beverly Hills, Encino, Sherman Oaks. Like if you're living in a house that's not in a gated community, there's certain things you've really got to think about every night and kind of almost be prepared for if it happens. And it's crazy it's like, to live like that. And as much as you pay to live here, you know, it's just, you know, in, in taxes and just everything. Taxes? <laughs> yeah, taxes. You sounded, you sounded like you're not from here, but you're like full on California girl. I, I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I was are. born in San Diego, so. Oh, yeah, it yeah. makes sense. Taxes. But, you know, you have to worry about your mail being stolen. Like, just these simple, even, even though obviously the crime uh, in and of itself is so scary. But, like, I would get packages just all the time. Like, nothing Wrong. can be left at your door. Then you have to be home. It just, it became this just ever, never-ending cycle of fear. And I just wanted to go back to Vegas. I have a couple of properties out there, and. My family's there. My brother's there. My friends are there. I was like, oh, let me just go take a take a seat over there and see how it goes. Right. I like it. I met your mom before. Your mom's cool. My mom likes you. Yeah. Yeah. Mom's cool. Uh, but you spent time in Vegas pre, pre, pre that, right? Oh, yeah. 
Like a lot of time. I grew up there. You grew so up there. So I went there. to high school there and middle school and, you know, that was my town. And uh, when I moved to L.A., I went to art school when I was like 22. Yep. Yeah. And when did you start modeling? Uh, Probably like 19. That's when I started working with UFC. Well, WEC, which was the sister weight class. Yeah. Well, sister company, lighter weight class. Um, So probably about 19 years old. So you like made your way up through the ranks to yeah. become... Well, I was a professional dancer. That's yep. what I wanted to do. I wanted to dance in the big Vegas shows, right? Because when you grow up in Vegas, you're like, what the hell is there? There's no culture, really, except yeah. the strip is yeah. like your culture. And painting is something I always had a natural talent in, but that was never something that my family was like, oh, yeah, you could totally be a painter. Like, this would be great for you. It was more just like, I don't know, just get out into the world and figure it out. So I wanted to be a dancer and dance in the big shows and that's what I did I danced uh for Jubilee I did the X burlesque at the Flamingo I did the V Ultimate Variety show as a magician's assistant at the Aladdin which is now Planet Hollywood I did show business for a while and then yep. I had agencies that were like booking me and then that's how WEC and UFC came in yep yeah so then you kind of get grandfathered you move on up mm -hmm. um and then when was your first when did you start and then were you when you came to LA and you were studying at UCLA Art School? Were were, were you you were ring girl then too, right? Yeah. So you were kind of like double. That's how up. I was like in my. So you know when we're in our early twenties, I'm like, okay, this is how this is gonna work. I'm gonna go to school during the week and I'm gonna work the fights on the weekend, and this is exactly how. Then I'm just gonna survive and pay with UFC money for my art school and and I did and it was able to actually like and then I always like had like a backup plan like I'm like and then maybe if something doesn't work out I'll just like drive to Vegas on the weekends and be a cocktail waitress. Cause wow. that's like, that's what they do. That's what these girls do. They'll live yeah. in California like Monday through Thursday and then they go to Vegas for three days in the cocktail. And yeah, I knew someone that did that, but she wasn't cocktailing. She was stripping. But yeah, I mean same, that same, too. Same thing, right? <laughs> I think there's a few differences in that one. Did, um, did, uh, did you, what did, did you have, was there any trouble being like a really good looking girl that models starting out doing art? There still is, you know, and and I think that there's this preconceived notion that you have to look a certain way or be a certain way or be a certain kind of sad or, you know, have, be a certain kind of sad. Does that make sense? Yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. Be like a struggling artist. Yeah, just like, but the thing is, is, yeah, but, you know, I always mastered in like a marketing kind of point and, and, and being able to market myself and, and what, who says that you can't be, you know, look this way and do this? It's like you have a talent for it, show it and show that you don't have to like, be this one trick pony and just be like oh she's hot she could just be a professional hot chick like no actually i just happen to be cute but art is what i have a passion in and what yeah. i'm good at and and as long as you i think are authentic to your brand and authentic to the kind of paintings you do and you don't just rip off of other artists just because you have a talent i think that that's another important yeah. part of and that's why i have been able to gain so much success is it's really always been my vision my i my phone just being that was like that was me being bad. Yeah, I'm like, am I boring you? <laughs> I, I love art and I love painting and I've definitely, um, <clears throat> I like have dreams of traveling around and I like to paint like scenes, like yeah. you know, landscape or buildings. And I've done it years ago. I would like do some travels and take my kit and like go just like paint in a square or something. It's therapeutic, and isn't it? It's it's incredible, yeah. you know. And my favorite part about it was was like. I'd be painting this building and at first people come by and they kind of like see it. No one really get it. Yeah. But then like after an hour or two, people come by and they're like, wow, that's this. Yeah. Like you're painting this. And you're like, yeah, like finally you can see it. It takes some time, you know, you know? and that's what's <clears throat> interesting because I, you know, have the modeling aspect. So they'll hire me to do like a, 
live painting. Yeah. I'm like, you realize how boring it actually is because it takes a second for it to start looking cool. I'm like, I'm going to yeah. need to start the painting first. Yeah. And then I'll come in and like the last like 20 minutes and then it starts looking dope. But yeah. if not, like it, it's kind of a little sketch in the beginning. You're like, it's going to be cute. I swear. Just wait. Yeah. You're like, just wait. A few just more layers. Chill. Yeah. And then how did you get into like painting like um, like you paint really good portraits like and I would assume that's not easy. No, um, <clears throat> that's actually where I started. So uh, when I was 21 years old, I was in a car accident, uh, fractured my pelvis in three places. Um, I'm sure you guys are very familiar with injuries as such. And I never fractured my pelvis in three <laughs> places. Didn't you have to learn how to walk again? Uh, you kind of do. Um, and at that time, I wasn't. You know, I was 21, so I was like, I'm not going to physical therapy. Hell no. <laughs> right? You just don't think like that. No way. I'm like, I pulled my arm when I was a go. kid, yeah. and I was so scared that they were going to send me back to Australia that I just didn't tell anyone I was broken. <laughs> yeah. So I had mended broken, and then yeah. they had to re-break it to like. Yeah. So now like, my hips that. are like a little cocked, a little different because I didn't take care of it. Yeah, you got but, a good stride. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so like, is that a hitch in your giddy up? Uh, <laughs> no, but so it, as my therapy, I would just smoke pot and listen to Jimi Hendrix and paint his portrait over no and way. over and over. And I have them still, these The tiny... first one? Oh, yeah. The I, first one? There's like five of them, yeah. We need to, we need, we need to pop that up on the screen. You yeah. Need to send us a I'll, I'll, of that. Yeah, I'll find it. Well, I have, I have to have a photo. But I would just paint it, and then I would just get real high, and then I fell in love with it. And it was like every one I was doing, I was getting better and better. And I was just doing color blocking at that time, just finding like the shadows of the face. Yep. And then it just kind of, I knew that, the portraits were just something to me, something about the eyes and the face and musicians and music is such a big part of my life and my family's life. And I went to when I went to art school, I took portraiture and I really studied how to measure a face correctly, because when you're painting portraits, especially of famous people, you're like, if you mess up, they're like, that's fucking terrible. You yeah. know, it's like because you really have to get the dimensions right. Like you, the face is all just like the tiniest little mill scotches of a anything and if you mess it up it'll look like a completely different person so like you've done let's like you've done um you did lady gaga's for her uh -huh. born this way foundation yep had you met her so no so i did that i was doing an art show and it was uh new year's eve weekend at the park mgm i had kind of a little residency there for a second and she had her show um what was it the name uh, she, she she had a residency there so I wanted to pay tribute to her and hopefully work with the foundation. Um, and I painted it and it's lit up and really cool. I got to present it to her on New Year's Eve in the green room after she was performing the jazz after hours. Yeah. And she was blown away. I remember I was in this like little like fringy dress. Like I was on the floor, broke my shoe. And I'm just like, I just think you're wonderful. And here's your painting. And she's just like, she was tripping. I was tripping. I was like, couldn't believe it. And then, yeah, so I met her. That's sick. And hung with her for a sec. And then you've done uh, Steven Tyler's foundation. Yep. So you painted Twice. Steven. I painted, well, the first time I painted for Steven, I painted his shirt, his microphone, and the bandana, but I made it an abstract. Yeah. The second time, which I had just done, I painted the Palladium, the Hollywood Palladium, which was sick. a commission. Yeah. Our friend, Kurt Bush, who uh, was well, weird, get, sort of getting divorced, but he had Stephen Tyler play at their last wedding. Oh, wow. And like the, the story of him telling it was sick because he was only supposed to play three songs and then he actually played like a full set. He sounds incredible still. Yeah, like, he, he does. really can rock out a show. Yeah, I met him a couple of times. He yeah, seems he's fine. nice. He's, he's a UFC fan. He, he's is he? Yeah. I mean, there's lots of UFC That's fans. That's true. Isn't that kind of crazy? Like, I mean, you're being there from the beginning. Like, yeah. how, like, what, what, like, what was that like? You know, kind of. 
you know, there's, there's, you kind of been a staple of this company now for, for a very, very long time. And 15 kind of trapped, years. That's crazy. 15 years. I'm like a ring woman. Yeah. Or like a ring lady. I think yeah. I've like surpassed the woman. I'm like, you're like famous in most of the fighters. <laughs> You know, and that and that's what's special. I think like in the beginning, we were all it was new. And and then when they were joining the weight classes over and it was becoming so much of this new fun. So it's just like this new cousin you like bring in and we're all just like traveling together and we're all really young and and staying at these fighter hotels, we call it. And uh, just it becomes like this, this family. You know, we we're on the road. We work on the weekends. You're with a bunch of boys, you know, Ariani and I are like the only girls and yeah. like, you know, we huddle into our own little spot, but you know, because we've been there so long, we're respected really by the fighters and the company. So it's like when, when we're around, they're like, these are our sisters, like back up, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. you feel like you have like these big brothers, like Kinda no one's going to mess with us, have. right? Like <laughs> no one messes with us, you know, like I think there's this preconceived notion. They're like, oh, you guys must get hit on all the time. We don't like yeah. they, and they know better in the sense of like, those are like the girls, like yeah. leave them to their they're spot. Like, and, you're, you're like their sisters. Yeah. It's crazy because, you know, there's been a lot of flack over the time with just sports in general and like what like, um, you know, the way that, you know, girls have been received, promo girls and whatnot. And in car racing, they took them off F1. You know, when we did the deal with Monster to be the title sponsor of NASCAR, they didn't want us to bring girls. And like it's a staple of Monster Energy are our girls and it's it's from the her. CEO down. Janie. And, 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 and also like that's, you know, I – you know, I, 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 you know, with what Dane has done, and you know, he, 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 he's made it a staple as well. And it's, yeah. it's, it's, we've lived in a, we live in a very strange time, and there a lot of this cancer culture stuff. But I love that, you know, that Dane is doing the same thing that we kind of do, and it's, it's a part of it. It's like kind of tradition, and taking yeah. it away. Like, imagine there being like I always say, like, you think Dane is ever not going to have ring girls? No, Never. it's like, and it's cool. It's, 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 it's a staple of it. It's like. It's it's not, you know, in my eyes, like sexist or whatever the people want to look at it. It's a part of what it is. It's like, but we also have a choice. You know? Dana's not like chaining me up and Ariane and I are like stuck to the octagon. Like no. we have a choice to be there or not. If, yeah. if there's no and just like your girls and, and you know, Janie's a friend of mine. There, we have a choice to do these jobs and we enjoy them. I genuinely yeah. want to be there and, yeah. and I, I keep in shape the body uh, that doesn't bo these things don't bother us. It bothers more people than it bothers the people actually doing it. And I yeah. think that it's just the, their way of trying to create this conflict within something that it's totally working just fine. And if we, you know, if we have a complaint, we'll take it up with you, you know? Yeah. So you've been there from the beginning. So you kind of seen the rise of it. You know, in your eyes, when when was that like haha moment of this thing's huge? You know, there was obviously, you know, Chuck Liddell and the Tito Ortizes and like, you know, the the original kind of superstars of it. But I feel like that wasn't even close to the peak of it. You know, Ronda Rousey came through. Yeah. And I think in my eyes, you know, when we the actually the ring, the map behind here um is the um our first monster sponsored where we had the the mat in the middle. So it was supposed to be at MGM, I think 2014, January 2nd fight or whatnot. And there was a co complication. So they ripped the mat up and then it wasn't like the, the lawyers couldn't, whatever happened, happened. And uh, the first original monster sponsored fight um, was the Staples Center and Ronda Rousey, when she came in and pulled her arm off. I yeah. think that was in like February. So that match, that, 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 that match right there, um, you know, and I think the Ronda moment for me, and then obviously it moved into Conor McGregor and what it is now and kind of 
I think what Connor did changed the face of sports forever. Absolutely. But in my mind, it's when I asked you, like, I think it was the Ronda Rousey moment that like made UFC on that mainstream world level because it was a couple of things that, you know, it wasn't it, it 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 wasn't some guy. It was a girl that then was getting driving all these new fans and brought all this new attention to it and a sport that's so male dominated from boxing to this. All of a sudden, there's this like almost. 50-50 or close to 50-50, which you don't see in any other sport or any other industries like that. And it was pretty pretty amazing. And from taking off there, it's like, you know, so I wanted to ask you, like, you know, being there from the beginning, like what was one of your or some of your, like, moments where you're like, wow, like this is this is bigger than just yeah. some, you know. Some just, like, at the joint at Hard Rock, you 100%, know. 100%, <laughs> you, you know, you and you used to be there for that. I know. Um, you know, I think we were in Toronto and they sold out the stadium there for a UFC event. And yep. to be a so GSP at that time was yes. massive. Yes. So when we were there on a sold out stadium for UFC. So the octagon is only going to just be the octagon size. Like you don't like make the octagon <laughs> yeah. bigger because you're in a bigger thing. You got 100,000 so, people. So we need the triple yeah. XL yeah. octagon. You know, three fights at the same time. You know, <laughs> that would actually be cool. Yeah. Um. But I think that so when you were there and like you were so small when you were walking around, but they put us on these jumbotrons and you just hear this roar and we're all just like, oh, fuck, like well, this is crazy. I mean, even Dana, like when we were walking out, you just feel this all coming at you. And I think that and, you know, I think that that for me was just showing like this is this is getting big. This yeah. is, and that, that was years ago. Too. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, people like Rhonda and, you know, Connor is a, a friend of mine. I painted for Connor. He owns uh, a painting of mine. Um, I see it all the time on his Instagram. Yeah. It's in his gym. Like I he's, know. Isn't his that own cool? gym. It's pretty sick, actually. <laughs> I know. I'm always like, screenshot, screenshot, you know, <laughs> repost, you know. Uh, no, I'm, I'm actually uh, working with him right now on his NFTs as well. So, uh, so I think that, you know, staple athletes like that, that really have, you know, I loved Anderson Silva so much. He was, yeah. a, he was a big favorite of mine for a while. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's a perfect storm. You know, they really bring in the female fighters, you know, Valentina, she's just so awesome. And, and we have just great characters, Rose and, and, uh, you know, it, it's a beautiful, beautiful organization. I'm yeah. Grateful. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, uh, you know, during during COVID, there was I'm losing stuff. Um, you know, most people stopped, and it was you know a testament to Dana and the organization. You guys, I don't think missed a beat. Nope. I was, and you know, they when we, they had us come back, we were in Jacksonville, and he they weren't gonna have a ring girl. I text Dana. I was like, I am not afraid of shit. Let's do were it. Were you in Jacksonville <laughs> with us the whole time? I did. We hang out with you. I went to I went to um, uh, Kelly's show one you, time. You came a hundred, right? The first yeah. show, yeah. We were lit. Yeah. That was when I was standing on the bar. I had the mayor on the bar. I was pumped. Yeah. Um, that was cool. Again, cool, because Dana, like, literally, that, that Jacksonville happened. Um, Fight Island had already been going on, though, right? Well, so before Fight Island, we were in Jacksonville anyway, but there was no audience, but we still had the arena, and we uh, all had to live in the hotel, yeah. so we had a bunch of fights. So we were living in the hotel for, like, two weeks, and I was the only octagon girl and I was literally sitting there, but I wouldn't even, I think the first time I stood up and I walked around and I came back and I was like, you guys, there's like no one here. So then for, and that was when the seats were all apart. Yeah, everything yeah. Was so then like, so for, for months I would only stand where the camera would catch me. I wouldn't walk around because there's no audience. So yeah. I would just like, I'm like, I would stand in my queue and then I would walk down. Like I walked or, you know, and then they made us like start walking around the whole time. I was like, it feels weird to yeah, go in no a circle and exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, were you at Fight Island? 
No. They didn't bring girls there. They did. It's just too far. Too far. You want to do the move. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. But, the, you know, we have other great girls and, you know, red and give them, you know. Yeah. Do you chance. have like a memorable, like what your most fo- favorite fight is? Because you're, you're at all the big ones. Yeah. Um, my favorite, I love that Ronda fight. I think that that was pretty memorable. Connor's fight. There was this one event. Um, it was fight week in uh, Vegas, and I painted for Reebok, and all of the fighters were on stage wearing my shirts, and I was the ring girl, you know, for weigh-ins, and they're all wearing my hat, and they're all wearing my shirts, and I'm standing there as a ring girl. Like, how can this be that I'm the artist that painted for the biggest fight night, or not fight night, the biggest pay-per-view event of the year? And uh, I think that that, for me, selfishly, was most memorable, but... Uh, yeah, you just like brainwashed the entire world. Yeah. So You're like, here's my paintings. Yeah, here I am. <laughs> here's my paintings. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's cool you've been able to kind of morph it all in yeah. as one. And, you know, you know, one of the most famous fight of all time is like wanting you to create these NFTs. How's that going? It's going good. That's it's, cool. It, yeah, yeah, it is cool. It, uh, working with him, I mean, there's a lot of great artists. There, there's a, a couple that are working on the project. And for me to be aligned with them is just an honor. And Connor, you know, th- they had the idea because I, Connor had purchased a painting from me already. And then he approached it. And he's like, hey, what about Brittany? And Connor's like, absolutely. Get her in. You know, yeah. and like just to just to not only be the ring girl, not to only be this professional hot chick that like they like to say and like to be taken seriously as an artist. That's the point. You yeah. know, that's what I that's what I'm striving for. He hasn't really changed over time. Huh? He still seems like kind of the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. Just just richer. richer. <laughs> yeah. I actually got to, uh, we did a thing at one of the football games and then Complexity, which is the Cowboys gaming division. I'd put Sean O'Malley on with them and he's actually an investor in it. So I got I got to introduce the two of them. Well, the first time we, we kind of tried to do it, like kind of came to a nightclub we were at and he was on crutches and it was all pretty loud, but he came crutching in. And then it was just like you couldn't really see, but we're all sitting at the table and then kind of like death stares us. But he couldn't really see and he was trying to come in, but he had his crutches on. And a friend of mine looks over and he's like, I think Connor's death staring you. And I was like, oh, and he had his, he couldn't really talk. And then so he, he crutched over <laughs> and then crutched past. And then so it didn't really work, but it looked like he was like, he's like, it looks like Connor's trying to fight you. And I'm like, no, I think he's trying to come in. And it was like, anyway, that was a lot. So it didn't happen. And then. It was a Chargers game he came to, and then we did the, we did the thing, and 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 you know Sean O'Malley, that's he's his idol, you know, so it was cool to see them kind of yeah. meet. But there was a video that was taken, and then I took the video, but there was no sound on it, and everybody was like, "What were these guys?" You know, the whole thing was. You gotta do like a reenactment about? and like just like make up a conversation. I mean, <laughs> if you kind of lip read it, you can kind of see what they're talking about. They're talking about money. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, but it's it, it's cool because Sean's obviously coming through the ranks, but. He, he's taken a lot of what he does into what Connor did, you know, and it's a testament to Connor is like, I think that he, he, I've been around a lot of very powerful and famous people um, for, you know, a certain amount of time. And he carries that weight, you know, it's like, I remember being, you know, with Ozzy Osbourne and Ozzy Osbourne walks into a room. I don't care if there's fucking three presidents in there, the room stops and this energy goes to this yeah. aura of this person and Conor McGregor carries that kind of aura around him. He's larger than life. And it's, uh, you know, it's cool that that came from, you know, yeah. UFC. When the company sold or partnered, you know, there was a transaction there, you know, into 
William Morris and 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 IMG and going public was there much of a change at the company or I think internally that there was a change but for us you know we're independent contractors and yeah. um we didn't really feel too much of a rattle so I mean you know we were hoping for new costumes but <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, there wasn't really a change What's for wrong us. with your costumes? No, they're great. We just. <laughs> what would your dream costume change have been? I don't know. I mean, I've designed so many ideas, and Dana, but Dana likes what he likes. Like, we, that is the outfit, because yeah. our outfits have been the same for this whole time. Right. And we're always like, Dana, like, don't you just think, like, maybe a little cross, like a little one shoulder? No, like a skirt? Anyone? And, like, he's just like, no. Like, these are, these are the outfits. So, um, but no, we didn't, we didn't really feel a change. We saw a little bit of a change, and I think. You know, you see it becoming more corporate, you know, in, in a more, you know, yep. stable fashion. Yeah. Yeah. It's like anything. Yeah. You know, there's always that. Um, so there's a quote here, I guess, from um, Habib where Ooh. he says that uh, ring girls are pretty much useless. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? <laughs> I mean... I think that culturally it makes sense that he would say that. Yeah. So I, I don't... Uh, I don't take any it's I don't take it personal. Um I, I think that it's really up to interpretation of what you think is important and what yeah. you don't think is important. Um I said a snarky little quote uh that Andy Warhol said I said I don't read what they write, I measure it in inches. Oh wow. <laughs> I said it when they did the they did a New York post on us. I felt bad about it, but now I just repeated it again, so I'm still I'm still stay with it. But I mean it's it's fine. It, I think that it caused up more of a stir and I don't know if he necessarily meant that to like just be a certain bash. I think that that was a personal question that they asked if he was going to have ring girls in his organization. And he was like, oh, I just don't think that they're necessary. So you're yeah. like, okay. But then everyone's like, oh, it was a personal attack on all of you. And we're like, oh, was it? Right. I mean, you're right, though. There's just a big cultural difference. Yeah. Were you that's at, fine. Were you at the, the Habib yes. kind of fight? The big one? Yeah. Like that was all the fights crazy. Broke out. Yeah. I was watching that from home and it was like... Because at that point, too, you could, like, hit social media. And um, you know what is so funny? Is I just looked at my phone because I was looking at the thing. But Chef Barry just texted. Oh! We love she Chef Barry. She always eats at his restaurant. Remember, we used to eat at the restaurant in the Palms, the, the Nine Steakhouse. Oh, yeah. The Chef Barry delicious. would always take care of us. Their so buddy. Good. She always eats at his place in Vegas. So shout spot. out to Barry. He's cool. Yeah, shout out to Barry at uh, Circa. No, that was crazy. And I think that that was uh, a point where, you know, we've never really been afraid but when they were mobbing the stage, like, but like I said, we have great security. So they just literally put our hoods on us, grabbed us by the back of our capes and like just like threw us into the back and we were safe. But uh, we were scared for a while. It was crazy. Like yeah. watching that on social media, it was like the first time I was like, wow, they've lost control of this. Yeah. They were like, because on socials, you could just watch fights breaking out on Twitter and all these things. And like, it was like the really like the first time I was like, wow, like this is this has gone personal. Yeah. You know, you've got Ireland versus the rest of the world here, and yeah. everyone's a little. Yeah, that was, that was, that was a what a weird moment. Yeah, I forget who jumped who jumped back in the ring, who came over the fence. Khabib. He came over the fence, right? Yeah. And his whole crew. Yeah. What was his trainer's name? What was the funny hat? Oh, I don't know. People, Put a lot of people don't like that guy. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was shitty. That was a shitty thing to do. Yeah. To just create so much chaos within people who weren't even involved in whatever you yeah. know but made we made it out who do you think the next kind of like superstars are it really seems like a lot of the girls right now like you know that last fight with rose really kind of bummed me out because yeah. it was 
I don't know. It just all seemed weird from the beginning. Like her walking out and, you know, the, her weird kind of chance to herself. You know what I really liked about that fight, though? What? Well, after that fight, what Rose said, she goes, listen, she goes, she's like, maybe I didn't want to get punched in the face. She's like, do you ever think about that? Like, she's like, maybe I just wanted to have a good defense. And it really, you know, I think with our sport, everyone just, they want this instant gratification. They're like, just punch out, drag out, knock out, fight. But like, sometimes like, if you really think of how hard it is to fight somebody, the defense is impossible. And her defense yeah. was incredible. Right. But no one really looked at it that way because Rose is just used to just, just smashing through faces and vice versa. And like, she's like, she's like, I just wanted to practice the defense strategy this fight. So I did. And I think that that was really, it was a movement in the, and I think a good direction. And um for her so but yeah i mean to answer your question i think valentina is such I a kind of have a crush on her i do too wow i'm the cool. same i love her and she's just <laughs> i think she's a star and she uh, really is a star she's a star there's something about her she's unapologetically authentic and yeah. i think that that's great and she stood up for us with the whole khabib uh, she did she did she did a big one and then after what country is she from uh, Valentina is Russian. Is she Russian? Or is no, so she is think, Russian, Russian. Yeah, I think. I don't, I don't, don't mark me on that one. She Can you, yeah. Poland. I don't know. Um, let me see. Who else? Oh my God, you know, there's so many new ones that come through all the time. It's, it's, uh, I mean, Sean O'Malley, I think is. He's fun, right? He's fun. He's it's special. Cool. I've gotten to he's like know show, him pretty well yeah. and. You know, I've gone out there and, you know, hung with him and his wife and it's just been cool. I think I got, I think I met him at the right time and, you know, he's smart. Yeah. He's, he's very smart. He kind of knows what he's doing. You know, a lot of people don't like a lot of his antics and the fact that he hangs out with the Paul brothers or does these like off the cusp things with 6 9 or, and he's like, I, and I kind of put him in a different category too. I think he's, you know, I think he has the potential to like have a brand that's larger than him, you know, whatever that may be. And I think that he's, um, you know, I think that he's a, a, breath or a breath of fresh air for the industry. And, yeah. you know, he kind of likes playing the bad guy. But then also he's entertaining everybody at the same time and then backs it up. But that's important. You know, like Connor is the same thing. Like he likes to play the bad guy. But he, I mean, the experiences I've had with him, he's not as he portrays on camera. But that's what brings the numbers in you know yeah. like people want to see that shit just like mayweather right like he just like he likes to just create this shit storm so yep. it, it has it sells tickets yeah yeah no it's it, it's cool um you know uh, hopefully we get you know some more people like that yeah you know it's just but it's also tough like the way that it is now it's the best of the best like it's it's not it's not as easy to get into uh even just to get a chance to be able to fight there now. It's a big process. Well, that's why I like these Apex fights that we've been doing, you know? I do too. Because they're they're intimate. They're at the UFC center. But you really give these fighters... I mean, the last fight we worked on Saturday, there was 14 fights. And a lot of these fighters, I was like, who are these people? But they were great. Yeah. They were striking. I mean, they were really great fighters. So it does open up. And, you know, with the... ESPN now because there's just more fights. I mean, there's fights every weekend. Yeah. So there's always new fighters coming in and then eventually you keep building it. You had the Ferguson fight that last of the... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That was crazy. That was gnarly, right? Yeah. Kick, kick to the face, Dan, and like crumbled to his face and was like knocked out, like falling to the ground and then he was on, he was knocked out for like three minutes. Whoa. Yeah. Those like get scary time. for us. Like he's doing yeah. backflips and he's like, she's done like, guy's done like seven backflips. He's like, oh wow, he's still like out. Yeah. 
Really? Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. Uh, you're like really active. I noticed that you snowboard like almost more than I do. I mean, I find that hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> but you're an active snowboarder. Yeah. Yes, I love it. Last, not last year, the year before I made a deal and I was like, I'm going to go snowboarding as much as possible next season. And then this past season I went so much and I was like, whoa, be careful what you wish for. Like it was just, the snow wasn't even that great either. But Where do you, uh, go? you mostly go to Park City. I, yeah. Park City was a good staple. Um, Mammoth was my first time doing Mammoth this season. I love Mammoth. I've been Mammoth. trying to get her to Mammoth. Mammoth she is Mammoth's dope. The best. Mammoth's the best. Especially if you're in California. It's yeah. Like the, the pinnacle. Yeah. Of where it's at. Did you ride any of the Vegas mountains? I learned how to snowboard at Lee Canyon. Okay, cool. Yeah. That little tiny. Yeah, cool. I wonder if like now that I'm actually, I know how to do it, like how I would shred down that thing in like a minute, you know, like before it took me like five minutes. Yeah. Tiny little mountain. Like, bottom of the top. Like, quick. Got yeah. that in 45 seconds. Yeah. Did you surf? Um, I surfed when I moved to California. Yeah. And then. I got bit by the board one too many times, and I was like, I don't know if this is my sport. And my arms are kind of weak, like my legs are stronger. Weak. Got to go fast, you know. Like you got to get in <laughs> front of that wave. Paddling yeah. is tough. Paddling is hard. You know where different. to paddle from. Yeah, and like I think start? I'm small, and like my body's a little bit like doesn't like I can't go break through because you really got to go under that wave. And I'm like a tiny like I just buoyancy up, so then yeah. I can't get out. So by the time I'm actually out of there, I'm exhausted, and then. I have to have somebody push me in and like everyone's mean on the water out here, you know? People are mean. People are mean. They're like, I'm not pushing that little girl in. You either know how to do it or get off our beach. He's crazy. Like surfers. Where do I surf? Surf mentality is pretty gnarly. Yeah. Like where do I go? You know, like Venice, mean, Malibu, meaner. Like everyone's mean out here. (laughs) They're so rude. Like you can't go to Huntington. It's too fucking hard. I mean, I don't know. You have a surf to wave pool? No, but I think I should. Kelly Kelly has one, uh, Slater. He does have one. Yeah, in what, Palm Springs or something? It's like, oh no, Ojai, just outside of Ojai, California. There's a pool in Palm Springs. They're rebuilding it right now. It's going to be connected. And then apparently, I just heard that Disney's building a pool out there too. Palm See, Springs. that's more my speed. Do you go to, do you go to music festivals? Yeah. What kind, of, what kind of music is your festival? Like? Um, I did Outside Lands. Yeah. Um, I made a deal that I wouldn't do three days anymore because I'm getting too old. Right. Uh, I just did EDC for my first. We were like, she was on the same deck as us. And but I got scared. And she was like, it's scary over she, there. You don't want to yeah, leave. I'm all like, I'm, she's like, what is going like, on? Like, if I don't find him, I might never be found. Like, <laughs> you just get sucked into like a molly hole over there by all these weirdos. <laughs> Dan, he's going to come next year. He's going to get him back. It's in fun. There. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. Um, did you get to see the fireworks show? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I stayed that long. And then you came in and out on the helicopter? Yep. Yeah, you did it right. That's what I do. I yeah. camp out there now. I'm in it. You're in it. I'm it's glad. You do three. You do three days. I'm out there for technically That's five a days. Lot of time. I move in on like Thursday, and then I I leave there. I was the last person to leave the lot on Monday of Squall. As we're driving out, we're still people camping in the lot. And there were forty thousand people camping there this year. Forty thousand. Yeah, the whole back Wild. parking lot. It's its own. It's its own little world. Yeah, that was fun. It was my first. And I was like, this is my first and last. And I was like, well, maybe I'll go maybe back. Maybe I'll go back. <laughs> One like, day. The, once you get like the understanding yeah. of it, you're going to be pumped. Well, I, we you barely never, I bet you, you only really went to your one table and hung at your table. Like you We didn't saw even a zoo emerge. and then we went right back. I didn't go to any of the other tables. Yeah. 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 But we were scared but, because that section, remember, got closed off for a beat? Yeah. Yeah. Our, our little table section. There was too many Our people. traveling party, we had over 100 people with us. I don't, that's Crazy. so many people. But like what you got to do is almost just get lost in it and get down there and you go find all these other weird stages. Yeah. And weird little escape rooms and like. Yeah, see, I didn't there was, there was one room that was like a disco room and you go in there and it's full on like full on 70s disco music. Oh. All people dressed up crazy and like. 
There's just a lot. We went to a, one of our friends got married there at this one. There's a chapel in there. Yeah. There's two oh, chapels fine. you can get married at. They did Whoa. 125 ceremonies. That's Wild. insane. 125 How many weddings. annulments, though? <laughs> well, there's an annulment Vegas, booth right next it to it. Kind of easy or no? <laughs> huh? In, was it in Vegas? Yeah. So don't you get free annulments in Vegas? I don't know. No? Never Maybe had one. Like, oh, you, you get a cup with your picture on it. I don't know. Nice. I've been to the little chapel a few times. Yeah. Oh, Danny's never a huge, said I do. Danny's a huge fan of OnlyFans. He calls it he calls it fans only. Hey, that's what I call it. I don't know. I've no, I want to subscribe to one, but <laughs> I don't know how. It Why works. don't you subscribe to Britney? Yeah, subscribe to mine. It's free subscription. How much is it a month? Free. It's free? Yeah. How's that possible? You got to Yeah, I mean there's two there's two different ways to do it. You can have a pay for like a monthly thing and then okay. you or you can do it free and then you have to like pay to open the content. Like some of oh. it's free, but then like, you know, like the cool special stuff is like not free. I always just wonder like how special is that stuff? <laughs> it's special. Because <laughs> I always I'll special. click on them and be like, oh wait, that's a link. Oh wow, this is a link to a whole nother, oh, another link to another world. Card. <laughs> you want my credit card? <laughs> yeah, you got my credit card. See, only, I'm just scared of that because I have, I'm not very good at canceling those subscriptions, not with fans only, but any subscription. Yeah. Like I have like two or three Netflixes rolling right yeah. now. And I just keep getting. You should let the Netflix CEO know you got three so he could. Merge? Yeah, merge. So no, you if you, you have to put your credit card in regardless just to have it on file, but you don't need to subscribe to anybody if you don't want. And like I said, my a lot of pages are free. And then so everything they post is, you know, free for you to see. And then if it's like something that's, you know, they want you to pay to see if it's extra content, then you just pay five bucks or whatever the thing is and you open it up. See, but I'm always so worried that I'm going to buy into one of these and then there's only like three photos on there. Well, then you complain to HR. Then you complain to HR. <laughs> and how long have you been doing it? Uh, I started doing OnlyFans in 2020 uh, okay. when, during the pandemic. And um, it was just kind of a way to, I was like, all right, well, let's just give this a go. You don't have to, you know, from what I thought, it was just like, porn you know i was like i'm not gonna do that that's crazy and then they're like no no no. it's actually just like a way to communicate with your fans yeah and and you know give them access to you and your content and not just you know because with instagram it's all free right all free. You, you give them all you pay give for everything these, away give it's everything crazy. away for yeah. free so kind of looking at that and i was like well let's just give it a go what's the worst that can happen and yeah. then i did and i was just like oh shit this is a whole new world and and you know i do a lot of painting um videos and i do my time-lapse videos and I really create a special market for me and my fans and it's curated and there's so much more that I give out on OnlyFans than I do with Instagram obviously. Yeah that makes sense. Yeah. And how many subscribers do you have on uh, that's have, is that a personal question? I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't I have like, three hundred and sixty thousand. Three hundred and sixty thousand slapped yeah. in your face. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Yeah it's cool. Yeah, I I'm mean, grateful. Yeah. I, I know the owners uh, really well, and they're. Is it true that it was like a, supposed to be a cooking site? I don't know. You know the back end of that? Ask them that. Yeah, I will. I heard yeah, it was great. like supposed to be like a online cooking thing. Yeah. <laughs> cooking with gas. I know <laughs> that there are girls that like cook and lingerie on there, so you know. One of their OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, right. People always tell me I need an OnlyFans. You guys should. I know. We should have one. You yeah, should have one for should. the show. Do like snowboarding tutorials. Like, hey, this is how you people I would I buy think if I we would do buy an OnlyFans, we need to do it though. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> we would, you gotta like you gotta we'll like go skiing. Oh yeah. <laughs> you wanna see Danny and Ningo skiing. Naked yeah. skiing. <laughs> yeah. That would crush. We'd be pretty good on that one. We'd do great. 
We'd do great. Yeah, um, reserve your name. What's coming up for you? What are you most looking forward to? Um, so what's coming up for me? So I was telling you earlier, I have a gallery um, and a studio in Las Vegas that I am opening. Um, it's basically just my own art studio, but I'll open it up for private showings, yep. appointment only. Um, that's going to be exciting and something I've always really wanted to do and have a creative space like that and eventually have, you know, give kids free art classes for after school programs um, and just really create an art culture out in Vegas. Yep. And, uh, you know, just keep doing this thing, keep with my art and expanding. And I've been in this really great transition of moving to Vegas and also, you know, I can't wait to paint the things that I want to paint because I've been in kind of commission world for a yep. little bit and I work with tops. Uh, you know, I did the Star Wars project. That's cool. Um, which was really exciting because, you know, Star Wars is I, I love Star Wars. And who's uh, your favorite character? I mean, Grogu, obviously. But that's like Mandalorian. But we're gonna he's a Star Wars character. Well, OK, then like baby Yoda's watching all the. Yeah, all that's the Gro- that's Grogu. Again. OK, cool. Sorry. <laughs> not, not a huge fan. Just a fan. <laughs> um, so no. So. I just worked on that project and they want to continuously uh, they want to continue the project and do more Star Wars cards. And then, uh, you know, I did Project 70 where I painted the baseball cards. I was going to ask about that. Yeah. What, 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 what is that? Because that seems like a pretty big thing. Yeah. So, you know, the Topps trading cards when you were a kid, yep. right? Um, Topps, they have recreated this whole industry, not recreated, just what's the like zhuzhed up redefined? and redefined there we are that's better than zhuzhed up what's kind of a word how do you spell up. that Jeez, juiced up. um so th- they redefined this new industry and they commissioned all of these incredible artists they started with project uh 2020 whatever and they had 20 artists in 2020 create 20 cards and then so they did project 70 and they had 50 of us. I mean, Snoop Dogg was on the project, Risk. We had Gregory Siff. We had all these incredible wait, wait, artists. Wait, 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 wait. Snoop Dogg? Snoop oh, Dogg's yeah. an artist too? Snoop, I mean, what, I what isn't Snoop Dogg on? Or what doesn't he do? He does I was, everything. I was asking somebody the other day, I was like, in, in like Snoop Dogg's busiest day ever, like how many events, how many DJ sets, like and, oh, and, and literally I'm like, isn't he, he do, tired? Like, he, like if I smoke that much weed, I'm done. Right? And I feel like energy. I feel like in his busiest day too, he like hit like two random bar mitzvahs that he was like, yeah. got 150 grand to show up at yeah. too. Yeah. You know? like, like, do you like, think his manager even knows, or he's like, hey, we got to stop here and make a stop? And it's like full on. Does bar he have mitzvah. an OnlyFans though? Like, he I mean, probably does. He probably does. Oh, what do you think he's doing on there? You know, running his own and everything. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I got to paint these baseball cards, and like, I was never really that much of a baseball, you know, not that I wasn't a fan. I didn't know too much about it, and then. I'm painting these cards and I get to choose the athletes and the teams. And then I start really becoming fans because now I'm like choosing like Doc Ellis, right? When he did LSD and I was like, this guy's sick. So I like, I made uh, his card like all trippy, like acid it out, you know? And, and I got to understand a lot about these really special players. Um, and then respectfully tops and I are continuously working together and now we're on star Wars. Yeah. So. That's cool. So yeah. So, so can we buy them? Uh, the, this, yes, yeah, so you can buy them on my website now, BrittanyPalmer.com. Cool. So yeah. are they NFTs or are they actual cards? No, they're actual they're physical cards. cards. No, they're, yeah. Conor McGregor cool. is the NFT thing. Yeah. I'll show you those, uh, How the do NFTs. You the NFT world is like, they're taking a, everything's taking a crash, right? The whole world is, I don't really look at my, I, I have a, I put a little bit of money into crypto at the exact wrong time. And every time I check, it's like cut in half, cut in half. And I went yeah. and looked last night and it's been cutting half and half again. Um, and, and, and I think like everything's taking a hit in yeah. a weird way, but 
are you like a super crypto person? Are you not? I'm not. No. You know, I wish I was. I wish I had that. Well, no, kind you of... wish you should have been like two years ago. Yeah, but see, I'm like, but see, I actually probably would have been smart because I'm always like, cash out, cash out. You know, yeah, like people are like, hold it. I like, I'm always like a cash out girl. Like in the market, like if, yeah. if someone's like, I'm up a hundred thousand, I'm like, cash out. They're like, no, that's not the point. I'm like, that is the point. That is the Get point. out of there. But, yep. Um, no, I, I haven't gotten too much into it. The NFT project is obviously because I work with Connor, um, but I, I, you know, and yeah, it's taking a dive. But I think everything is on its way to it take is. a nice everyone's little taking, dive. Yeah, everything's taking a dive. Buckle Stock up. Market's taking a drive. Not monster. We're still at like ninety six, so we're good. Yeah. The only problem <laughs> we're having is like finding. You know, there's just all sorts of stuff as big as companies come, but like the world's running out of resources. Yeah, it's resources scary. are tough to get by. As we were talking about our airlines, airlines are like crumbling right now. Bags ended up in weird places and staff not showing up. And we just live in a weird world. And I think we just got to always just prepare for the, I think, well, one thing of what COVID's done is it's like, just be prepared. Yeah. You know, and don't, we ain't going back to normal. Mm. That's like any, any, this is normal. The new normal. Normal's boring, right? <laughs> I think, uh, you I know, just don't like having to get a test in danger. That's where excitement yeah. really builds. I mean, but like, know? this is how it's always been. You know, I think it's, it was normal for a big chunk and everyone. I mean, if you really look at not that long ago of the history of our country and, and the world, like there's always some crazy shit going down. You know, I just it was kind of it's oh, it's, I mean, the fact that like America is only 350 years old, like we're not old. Yeah. You know, and so like how much has like, gone on almost, and then, you know, like yeah, exactly. The fact that it almost like, crumbled, I was like, Man, you sense. know, like. <laughs> There's some like serious January stuff that 6th happened. When they stormed the building. Capitol. Oh yeah, that's... that was that was not a good look for our country. No, <laughs> it was continuously not not a good look. I <laughs> thought it was kind of cool, truthfully, <laughs> just because. Damn the man! Get out of yeah, there! Yeah, <laughs> well, not damn the man, but I just thought it was really cool to see um, this mob of people like we see in all all other countries rioting, doing stuff. But it was like this people broke in through what is supposed to be like such a tight knit thing. And I think it gave some of those I politicians know. who are like so high and mighty this realization that they're like really able to be touched. Yeah. In a way. But you like, know? how do you create? They got touched. Like, that day. The, did they like all have meetings? Like, are they in like a chat room? Like, they were apparently they were all on MySpace. No, group. they were. Yeah, that's how it was. Like, it went well, under the radar. Well, I think it was a group within a group. You right. know, I think there was already a thing going on. Right. And then it was a group within a group, and then they rallied up that bigger group and were able to like. Anyway. Well, it's a good thing Pasquale wasn't in on that group. <laughs> it would have been a lot scarier if the whole EDC fest showed up that day. Yeah, like 180. You know what's crazy, though? There's no fights there. There's no anything. Everyone's just happy on Molly, and, you know, it's yeah. just the way that it should be. Yeah. <laughs> so People just love music. We really appreciate what you do as Thank the UFC you. ring girl. You wear the monster logo. You're kind of like a monster girl, but you're not. You're like. Yeah, how do know. I get How do I get it to be a monster girl? <laughs> I don't, we're working on it. You know, on I'm wearing your logo already. I, you. I think you guys owe me at this yeah, point. we're working on it. <laughs> We're working on it. Uh, but Danny does his thing at the end, the lightning, little lightning round. He works really hard on these. He asks, you know, very deep questions. And just of, there'll be a lot of whatever only comes off the top of your head. Okay. <laughs> okay. First question: Is there a discount code for your fans only page? Uh, no, it's free. <laughs> okay. Um, what is your most inspiring artist, living and dead? Living, living or dead. Living or dead. Uh, I think Frida Kahlo, uh, I wear her on my neck. She's very inspiring as a female artist and um, who kind of came up as an artist through an accident like me. Um, so I will say Frida. Um, what's your favorite music to play while painting at your studio? Ooh, uh, that really depends on what I'm painting. But, um, you know, if I'm painting abstract work, I'll listen to more like EDM kind of just my hand will move the way the brush. If I paint Jimi Hendrix, I'll listen to Jimi and, you know. 
Um, what's the biggest misconception you face as a good-looking female? That I can't paint because I'm good-looking. <laughs> Do people ever question that and be like, are you just selling these? Oh, I mean, all the time. If I if I show them my work, they're like, you painted that? And I'm like, I yes, I did. And and it's it, it still doesn't re- really register that I did. They're like, someone painted it for you. And I was like, okay, well. Uh, what's the best part about working UFC events? Traveling, the fans, you know, being with, being a part of something that is so big and and so um, definite and and a new sport that's the fastest growing sport in the world, just to be a staple with that. Uh, what's your least favorite part about working UFC events? Traveling and the fans. <laughs> <laughs> Double edged sword. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, who is the nicest UFC athlete ever? The nicest UFC athlete mm-hmm. ever, Uriah Faber. Oh, right? I like him too. Yeah, that's cool. He's so badly wanted to get sponsored by Monster. Never happened. Oh. Maybe it did in the end there. I don't know. He's a cool guy. Yeah, he's nice. Um, what's the perfect date night for you? Perfect date night. Um, I'm a homebody, so I would love like takeout, movie, like chill. Something low key, maybe a gallery, you know. Oh my God, you literally described Dingo's perfect <laughs> date night, also. <laughs> see? That's what we, he makes me do all the time. <laughs> I do. Uh, Let's go see some art, get yeah. some food. You yeah. Know? Last night we Chill. watched Player One. Ready Ooh, Player that's One. That's a good one. Well, we, had some of the, we had some of my younger kids, like some of the kids that work for us at a younger over the house. So yeah, but like, like I watch it at my age. I think that's yeah, a good no, movie. Yeah, no, we were like, we were like, like we said, oh, no, this is kind of like the modern day, like Bill and Ted or something. And they're like, what? Who's Bill and Ted? And we're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> we'll put that on next. <laughs> Caleb. Um, what is your favorite thing about living in Las Vegas? I think the lack of traffic, the convenient. It's very convenient to drive anywhere. And, you know, my friends and family is there. So it's it's familiar. Very cool. Well, that's all the questions I have for you. You've passed that's them all. It. Thank you. You're the best. Thank you. You guys are the best as well. We appreciate you and everything you've done. And we're just, you know, excited. We need to get you in here more often. So. Yeah. Anytime. Thanks for thanks Whatever for coming. Whatever you guys need. Brittany Palmer, that's a wrap. Woo! Unleashed with the Dingo and Danny. Fueled by Monster Energy.